0: Regenerative Medicine Today. This is John Murphy, and it's my pleasure to welcome as our special guest for this podcast, Patrick Cantini. Mr. Cantini is the manager of industrial partnerships with the McGowan Institute for Regenerative Medicine. Many of our podcasts have discussed various types of emerging science and the achievements that have been made in that regard. As I think many of our listeners know, it's important for these technologies to be commercialized so they can be available on a regular and routine basis for the public. In terms of attracting and building partnerships with the industry, Mr. Cantini and his colleagues have formed the Industry Magnet Program at the Malin Institute. First of all, Patrick, uh, welcome to Regenerative Medicine Today. Perhaps you can give us a bit of an overview of your initiative in this area. Thanks, John. I'd be happy to. When we look at advancing the science
1: of regenerative medicine, we also look at what infrastructure needs to be built behind that from a business perspective to advance that science to commercial delivery. And we like to look at it from the discovery process at the early end of the science and the concept all the way through the commercial delivery of the actual technology. And there's various stages along the way that we try to interject and engage various partners or collaborators to help advance that science. So early on in the discovery process, we like to bring in the appropriate experts from regulatory affairs and reimbursement, so that we can properly set up this science and advance it through the FDA and eventually on to the clinic. Also, we like to engage corporate partners to help to study and to explore new innovative ways to advance the technology into commercial delivery. So there are various stages and various mechanisms and various collaborators that we involve along the process.
0: So what you just told us is a scientist begins to explore a, a new possible therapeutic procedure you and your team are looking at the potential issues that might be involved from a uh, FDA approval perspective as well as how someone on the commercial side when this is technology is matured uh, might get reimbursed for this particular procedure is that correct that's true and also from a commercial delivery perspective
1: who and what company should we partner with to help launch these products to the marketplace Looking at big pharma and large medical device companies to partner with and to um, further explore the science behind the technology here at McGowan.
0: This may sound unusual to uh, some of our listeners, but to me, this seems like a, while it's a very positive, a very unusual approach to uh, developing science. It's a necessary approach,
1: but I think McGowan is innovative in its thinking and is one of the reasons why McGowan remains to be out there as a leader in the field because they look at the science from many different perspectives. And a lot of organizations aren't considering the business aspects or the supportive aspects behind the science to help these researchers advance their technology to the clinic and further on to commercial delivery.
0: Well, we've had the pleasure of having a number of McGowan scientists on previous podcasts, and uh, it's clear that they have a a strong commitment to moving technology from the laboratory to the clinical use. And so it seems though this is just another component of this overall strategy to accomplish that uh, very positive outcome.
1: It is, but it's also the philosophy of the organization that, helps make this happen you know mcgowan is a translational institute and the researchers and clinicians that are here want to translate these technologies to the clinic and having that attitude and that ability to do so, that infrastructure to support the translation is critical to the success of the programs that we are doing in industry affairs and critical to the success of transferring the technology obviously
0: so, Patrick, I understand that uh, you've uh, formed the what you call the Industry Magnet Program. Can you tell us a little bit about that, please? Yes. The Industry Magnet Program was designed to support
1: the collaborations with corporate partners. It, it was a program that is supported by the foundation community for the purposes of creating collaboration between McGowan faculty, big pharma, and large medical device companies with the eventual expectations of not only transferring the technology to the clinic and on to commercial availability, but also creating the manufacturing facilities here in the Pittsburgh region to manufacture these technologies. The Industry Magnet Program, in its initial year, we've been up and running now. I guess it's about uh, 16 months, has been somewhat successful. We have attracted five industry collaborators to partner with here at McGowan, They're at various stages in their life cycle, but all have been moving forward, and additional activities have resulted beyond the initial research collaborations themselves. For example, we're working with one of our partners to create a student or trainee-driven program that would engage young investigators with this company early on in the research process and give them exposure to Big Pharma and their strategic business strategies and allow them to work hand in hand with them and work within the Labs McGowan at the same time.
0: So this certainly sounds like a a win-win partnership and uh, of course that's what all partnerships need to be if they're going to be successful and continue to grow. So I commend you for uh, your vision in that regard. That's correct. These partnerships that we're trying to establish
1: must be a win-win. We're trying to establish the partnerships for a fee for a particular service. We want these partnerships that together we can work on discovering cures for these diseases that that regenerative medicine potentially have the opportunity to cure. So we're very selective about the partnerships that we are engaging in at this point in time. And they, they really need to be a win for us and a win for them in order to be successful.
0: So if someone was interested in further exploring such a partnership as you briefly introduced to us, perhaps you'd just give us a brief overview of how that takes place? Sure. It's an exploratory process that we
1: like to engage in that, that allows both the company and McGowan to openly discuss potential areas of collaboration. What we'd like to do is bring the teams together and identify common needs or common crossover points and really look at what the company is trying to achieve from a research perspective, what their research needs are. And we typically will ask a company to identify three to five primary needs from a research perspective in a particular area. Could be cancer, it could be bone tissue engineering, wherever regenerative medicine might apply. And we take those needs back and look at the strengths of McGowan and try to match the strengths with the needs of the company and ask the researchers then to respond to those needs with some suggestions back to the company. If the company agrees with our approaches then we will bring the research teams together from both the company and McGowan to have further in-depth discussions regarding possible pathways to take and possible research platforms to create regarding these initial needs. So I
0: sense that this is different than what many cases I call technology transfer in that you're looking for partnerships anywhere along the research pipeline. This isn't just exclusively working with a company to license technology that's already been developed. No, That's correct. In fact, I would
1: say that this is really looking at partnerships earlier on in that life cycle. We have the Office of Technology Management already set up to support the licensing. Yes, these will eventually come to that particular point in this life cycle, but we're looking for these partnerships much earlier on. We want to establish long-term relationships with these companies as part of the discovery process. What McGowan's when this office exists for is those types of collaborations for those companies that are seeking licensing of technologies the office technology management does a wonderful job at administering that activity and will continue to do so we work very closely with them in this process involving them early on so that they're well aware of everything that we're doing with our corporate partners
0: speaking of corporate partners uh, I I gathered that uh, you have partnerships with both uh, medical device companies as well as Big Pharma, is that correct? That's correct. So it's uh, quite a diverse spectrum of organizations that have chosen to collaborate with the McGowan scientists through your office. That's right. And as well as
1: not just big pharma and large medical device, there's some smaller companies out there we're partnering with too, some specialized companies with specialized technology that really need the academic institution to be the research arm of their organization for resource purposes.
0: Uh, Mr. Cantini, you've mentioned a number of times the economics of healthcare, and I know that many of these regenerative medicine therapies uh, certainly have some different economic models compared to traditional state-of-the-art therapies today. Are you uh, investigating uh, these changed models?
1: We are, and we believe that McGowan has an opportunity to be on the forefront of understanding the impact of regenerative technologies on the cost of health care. We have been exploring a new concept that is getting some legs at this point in time of creating a policy institute directed at exploring to agree largely unachievable by companies and intensely focused on the acute demand of moving a product from scientific promise to commercial viability. Many of these institutes have a mission which is primary educational but organizing an institutional knowledge of addressing critical commercial challenges presented by a core technology of emerging industry they can become catalyst for growth and possibly the connection to that industry. What we want to create is a multidisciplinary based organization studying the issues that impact the development of regenerative medicine technologies. We believe through a series of interrelated activities, we can become a scholarly center of experts where scientists, researchers, investors, business professionals, government leaders, and others would turn to seek a greater understanding of how to perform research and development of regenerative medicine products in a way that enables future clinical and commercial delivery of that technology. We want to look at things like analyzing current and projected conditions and the impact the role of the research will play in economic development. We want to examine the impact of regenerative medicine technologies on the high cost of health care. We want to evaluate the impact of regenerative technologies, both short-term and intergenerational, on economic growth. So we really want to look at this from a global health care perspective, health economics perspective, and begin to study this technology from that perspective and use that evidence-based research to support the advancement of the technology for example we believe if we have a quantitative evidence-based study behind the impact of a let's just call it a bone cement product we believe that that information will not only expedite FDA regulatory approval but also provide evidence to third party reimbursers that this is a viable technology and there's a marketplace for this technology and this technology could ultimately reduce the cost of health care related to long bone fractures, for example. We believe having this evidence-based research will support our mission of advancing technologies to the clinic and on commercial delivery.
0: So this is really a, a systems approach and a, uh, an analytical approach from a systems perspective which as uh, best I know has never been done before. This is a, this is a very innovative strategy that you have just shared with us. It's a very innovative strategy and it's a strategy that's
1: pulling together two completely different disciplines to create a new model to advance a technology, yes. And we're very excited about being able to and have engaged leadership in both the regenerative medicine sector and the health economic sector
0: to make this happen. So uh, while this is a relatively new initiative it uh, seems to have matured to the point that it's moving forward but I would also presume that if there's listeners that are interested in participating in this, you'd uh, welcome hearing from them? Absolutely would, yes. And
1: we we hope to have more information and more activities resulting from this concept by year's end.
0: One of the things we will do is put on the uh, Podcast website, the uh, web address for the McGowan Institute Center for Industry Relations, and also in that area there's uh, contact information for Mr. Cantini. So this has been a very interesting discussion and perhaps uh, non-traditional in terms of many of our previous interviews, but as indicated from my prior comments, a very, very important area to look at as we move forward in this field of regenerative medicine. I'd like to thank Mr. Cantini for joining us today. I'd like to remind our listeners that we welcome suggestions in terms of topics that can be addressed on this podcast. You can reach us at mail at regenerativemedicinetoday.com. And as we conclude, I'd like to thank the McGowan Institute for Regenerative Medicine that sponsors these podcasts. Thank you. Best wishes.